if you are negative at work, I understand that it's probably because you don't like the job, but do you like your colleagues? Do you like having money at the end of the, the month? Mm -hmm. your bills? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot more than, you know, and maybe you like the customers. Maybe you mm -hmm. like the part where you send emails. Maybe like there's so many things you can have that you can like about your work. Don't focus mm -hmm. so much about what you don't like. Focus on Agreed. what you like. Um, mm -hmm. And don't feel obliged. Sometimes people feel like they, they should be all adventurous and they should be all this and that and the, that's, that's that FOMO. That's a FOMO, totally. Hello everyone, welcome to Chai With Us podcast. This is episode number 14. Today we're going to talk about work, life and purpose in life. And I really mm -hmm. hope you enjoy this episode because it's very dear to our hearts, I guess. Um, I am drinking vanilla and caramel tea. What are you drinking today, mm -hmm. Vanna? Cozy chamomile. So it's it's really cozy because I'm about to fall asleep. So let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So today we, we are kind of in this very light, you know, energy. And let's just go with the flow. I feel like we could I could be listening to some um, reggae songs right now. You know what yes. I mean? That's how or I jazz. Today. Or jazz. Yeah. Jazz would, yeah. be, would, would be a good idea also. I like it. Yeah, so uh, as I said before, we're going to talk about purpose and we're going to talk about work. Ivana, do you want to start talking about, you are so good at describing things. Uh, can, you, can you tell us like what purpose means? Well, purpose means um, to, what is the reason that you're alive? Like you were put on this earth for something and the whole point of your life is to figure out what your purpose is. Like do you spend all your life um, figuring out like is this my calling and I like the word calling because it's like calling what does calling mean like is mm -hmm. someone calling you like is, is God and the universe calling you and you have to answer like what do you say uh, so I've heard that a lot of times people will say like well I don't know what my calling is I don't know what my purpose is mm -hmm. and sometimes they go into like um, this like negative energy of like I have to figure out what my purpose is or I'm not having a meaningful life no, like your purpose is to be alive. It is to, for me, it means to like live your fullest life to your, to your best ability. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean that like, oh, just because you're this, that, that that's your purpose. No, it, it impacts all areas of your life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can, I, I like the fact, like the meaning of living in purpose. That means mm -hmm. that you are living aligned to your values and aligned to what you are supposed to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Every action you can have, you can take your purpose in every action of your life. And sometimes mm -hmm. uh, we have this idea that we should work, our work should be our purpose. And it's yes. not always the case because you can have a normal nine to five job and still mm -hmm. live on purpose. You can write for fun and have your nine to five job you can help people as a volunteer and still have a nine to five uh, job mm -hmm. you can love football and be a football coach instead of being a famous football um, mm -hmm. uh, player right there's so many uh, things that we can do to live in purpose um, I feel like there is this idea especially in the personal development world mm -hmm. that we should be Oprah uh, <laughs> right? Don't you have this? Yes. Yeah, this yeah, thing? yeah. You can do everything. Right, we can do everything. But like, what do you want from your life? 
Because if you are happy with the work that you are doing right now, I mean, then stay. And then in your free time, just do some activities that are closer to your heart. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong about having a nine to five. A nine to five is okay if that's, mm-hmm. what you, that's what you want to do, if you want to live a more comfortable life. You don't have to be all uh, adventurous, you know, to live in purpose. You can have, you can live in purpose in, in the little things of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it that and you consider to, um, to be your purpose in life? Uh, wow. Okay. So in Ayurveda, the ancient science that they use in India to um, help classify people, mm-hmm. uh, they say that you're in purpose or you're in balance when you live according to your dosha. So once you know what type you are in Ayurveda and you figure out uh, and you line everything up like your life, your work in accordance with that dosha, that type, you're living in balance. And that that is presented in your health. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I think for me, it was learning about Ayurveda, figuring out what my type is, and then doing everything to be in balance with that type. And I've noticed that because of that, I'm living a healthier lifestyle. I'm so much healthier than I was 10, 15 years ago, because now I know what aggravates me. And it can be anything, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be just like eating the right food. It's it's having the job that, that makes you feel happy mm-hmm. or uh, having the fam- like talk, getting a new relationship with your family members, mm-hmm. healing certain re- like past relationships with friends. Maybe you've had, maybe you had like a breakup with a friend and going back and healing that. Yeah. So for me, I think my purpose is like, people are always talking to me. Like no matter where I go, even if I'm in a foreign country, people open up to me and tell me their deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe they see me as a trusting person or what they see, but it happens across the board. If I'm in Poland, people are asking me for directions, even though I'm not Polish. If yeah. I'm in India, I'm having some really deep things that people tell me like about, like maybe they've been abused and they come to me and share that with me. So I think my purpose is to facilitate an environment where people can feel um, healthy to open up to me and to release maybe a deep dark secret that they've had for many years. Yeah, and I think you are living your purpose every day. To be honest, it's just like mm-hmm. there's never a situation where I felt like I was not, I you were not listening to me or something like that. You know, you really mm-hmm. did conversations in your mm-hmm. daily life, so you're living it already, and that's uh, yes, that's really cool. Yeah. What about you? What would you say is your purpose? Well, I consider that I have two purposes in life. So mm-hmm. first of all, my purpose is my happiness, right? It's mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit similar to what you said with Ayurveda. So I want to make sure that I am happy, that I am not drained, that I am taking care of myself above all. And then I have another purpose, which is like to help people who have been through trauma, you know, to mm-hmm. live their lives, mm-hmm. like to show the light and show them that there is, you know, there's another life, that there are a lot of yes. possibilities, you know, because I have been through this situation and then mm-hmm. that's what I take out of it, you know, then I can take everything I have been through and help people, you know, with my training mm-hmm. and everything. But this is not possible if I don't take care of myself, if I exactly. know first. So I'm t- trying to help people how to be happy and then I'm miserable. Like there's no point. So the main goal is really to be to be happy, respect my views. Yes. Yeah, that's the main. And I think that what you said goes really well with what Ayurveda says is to be in balance with all areas of your life. 
Yeah. There's this uh, Bosnian say, saying that we have, and it says you breathe with full lungs. And what that means is that like, you're living your life to the fullest capacity. Like you're enjoying everything that you're doing and mm-hmm. you're just in abundance with that. Yeah. I mean, you just said like uh, to be in full balance in all areas of your life. What does that mean? For me, that means that um, your relationships at home are harmonious. The work that you do is in congruence with what you what you believe is your purpose. And um, just waking up every day and being grateful. This book that I'm reading right now is called um, Vulnerability by Bren Brown. And she talks about how important vulnerability is and how like that's how we get through life and I'm sorry, I'm having like a little brain fart. What was the actual question you asked me? How do you live in balance with your life? No, the question was more like, what does, what does, what does balance mean? I remember ah. thinking about it because sometimes we think that balance means like uh, our life is in complete harmony, which is kind of impossible. So I was wondering yes. if you could explain like what does balance means? Balance means just being... Um, being okay in all areas of your life. Like one, maybe you're doing really well at your job, but your family relationships are suffering. Well, that's not balanced. So then maybe you need to like put more of your focus on your family. So I think it's about to have balance. You have to focus yourself on one area and then focus on another area. That's what it means to me. How do you define it? Um, I think that balance is pretty much being okay with the Mm -hmm. situation that you are in. Not mm-hmm. necessarily that everything is always okay because that's impossible and that puts yes. a lot of weight on us. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. more about being okay um, and feeling content with whatever is going on at the moment. And just if you have to change something, then go ahead and change something. But mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. with that knowledge that it's not possible to have everything okay because sometimes in life everything is perfect. Today, yes. I feel, today I feel completely balanced. I feel like yes. everything is perfect. I wouldn't change like a millimeter in my, like nothing. But that's not always mm-hmm. the case. Sometimes exactly. you have a fight at work, sometimes. And it's not like your everything is unbalanced. It's just, you know, something went wrong and now we're going to do something to balance. Mm-hmm. But it's, 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 it's like a dance. I think that balance is more. Oh, I like that like a dance yeah mm-hmm. and we are mm-hmm. we, you know we're dancing and we go we go with life and we're trying to fix whatever is more important mm-hmm. i wrote something about that and i will share it in the in the description yes please it's sometimes i love I, what I, you I, said <laughs> yeah i love what you said about how you, like especially as women also you have to be okay with certain areas in your life not being in balance. And we're so hard on ourselves. We always think that, we, like you said, everybody's supposed to be Oprah because she sets such a high standard. Well, that's not possible for everybody. Yeah. And I think when you're going through hard times in your life, uh, coming back to gratefulness, that's what Bren Brown said the other day when I was listening to her. And it was so beautiful because she said, people who go through struggles in life, if they can come back to gratefulness, then they get get through the situation much faster and in a healthier way. So when we're going through a hard time, maybe at work, and if we can just be grateful and remember all the things that we have in our life that are going well, we'll bounce back emotionally much faster than if we don't, if, than if we're not grateful. Yes, yes, that's completely true. And and I, I love Renee Brown. She has a beautiful interview with Lewis House from the School of Okay, Green. yes. 
and uh -huh. go watch that interview. I think she has either one or two. I don't remember, but go watch her. She's she's just she's herself, and she's yes, she's real. Yes, she's real. She's real. She's very. She's really cool, and I love her. And go. It's really good advice to listen to and to read Brene Brown. I never read her, but uh, I saw a lot of talks and uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I watched it. And she does a lot of research on shame and what shame does to us in our life, and and lots of uh, research on vulnerability. So she has actually gone out there and done the studies and interviewed so many people. Uh, so it's really interesting to like listen to her like talk about it, and I think a lot of it goes well with what we say about empathy, and and gratefulness, and just being in the moment. Yeah, she's she's just she's so beautiful. Uh, so mm -hmm. she's she's in it's you see like she's in purpose. She's in purpose. Yes. She's carrying herself and she's living life, doing what she's supposed to do. And this is I just so admire her. Um, yeah. There's this thing that I heard many, many years ago, and it said, it, like, this is for people who are trying to figure out, like, what their purpose is and what work they should be doing. So it said to list every single job you've ever had and even list any activities you've done, maybe hobbies, and then write down what qualities were in those jobs. So then you do that, and then across the board, you will find one common denominator. You will find what common things they have in each job and each hobby that you have. And that way you can narrow down your interests and figure out what your job should be. So I've done that uh, a couple of times and it's actually really helpful to, to get in focus with like, what do you tend to go towards? Like what interests you? Like what really makes you come alive? Yeah, that's, that's really cool. One thing that helps a lot as well. Well, two things. First thing is going back to your childhood and remember what is it that you most enjoy doing? Because when we, when we grow up, then we start doing different things. We take different paths mm -hmm. because someone, someone gave us an advice and then you should go to college or, you know, things of life. And then when we're mm -hmm. kids, we're so innocent. We are just ourselves. Mm -hmm. we, we are born ourselves and we're just ourselves. And we experiment like so much. So mm -hmm. if you go back to your childhood, you are probably going to find what you really uh, love. And another thing that I love, sometimes people ask me for advice, like, I don't know what to do. What is it that I can do, Erica? And my advice basically is just try things. Like, don't be scared to try new things because mm -hmm. you have no idea, especially if you are someone who did everything correctly, okay? Like, okay, I went to college, I did this, I did uh -huh. that, relationship and everything. Uh, sometimes you didn't have the time to, to try things or maybe mm -hmm. uh, you can... Like, for example, I have lived like a traumatic situation that I was out of when I was 18 years old. I didn't mm -hmm. have much time to explore. I did do some things that were cool, like theater that I, that I liked in school and stuff like that. But it's not like I had a lot of time to explore things. So then when I became an adult, I had to give myself the opportunity to try things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's how I found my purpose. You know, that's how I find... Like I found that I love plants. That's how I found that I am actually a sports person. I like to do sports. <laughs> you know yeah. I didn't know that those things about myself. And so mm -hmm. allowing myself to explore really, really gave me this, uh, this idea of who I am and what I'm here, you know, for. Mm -hmm. And I love what you just said, because it's so important to remember that in life, it's not all about just work. It's about play as well. So allow yourself to have certain play that, brings you back to your childhood like I started coloring mandalas 
uh, and there's very therapeutic coloring while like you're listening to a book because you're in the moment. Like I love coloring. I never realized like how much I love coloring. Now I'm nowhere near good to being an artist. Like you don't always, we always think about it, like we have to be the best in everything. No, like just color the mandala, draw, come back to like your creative self and figure out what you like. Because when you're in, in that mode, in that creative mode, you're in meditation, you're in the now, right? Like you have to be fully present. You're not thinking about anything else. Okay, so yesterday I had uh, my improvised birthday party, and guess yes. what I received as a present? I received mandala. Yeah, a coloring book, not the yes. like mandalas, and I was like, yes. come on! And you have been talking about this for some time now that you have fun coloring your mandala. Yes, my own. I'm excited to start. I'm very happy. It is. You'll. You'll. I love it. Like when I get home. What I do is like I, I change into my pajamas so I'm more comfortable. <laughs> and then I sit down and I listen to my book and, and I color the mandalas and I'll do two or three for about an hour. And that helps me decompress from, from the work that I did during the day to like get back into like, you know, just to relax and prepare yourself for bedtime. I think yeah. you're going to love it. I, th I think so. I'm also, I'm, I'm excited. I was like texting friends and like, what kind of pencils should I get? <laughs> I use markers. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Also, you'll realize, which I think is such a good analogy. Sometimes I'll color one thing and I color another thing. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so ugly because those colors don't go well together. And then when the product is finished, you're like, wow, that turned out really nice. And I think it's a good analogy in our life of like how sometimes we think something, a situation is, is so bad, it's going to impact our life. And then when we get to the end of it, you're like, wow, that was such a good learning moment. Yeah. I needed that experience to become the person I am today. Yeah. Um, before you, you spoke about the importance of like loving what you do. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think this is, it, it's really important, but it, it's something that people struggle with a lot right? Yes. Because sometimes circumstances, sometimes you are in a very bad situation where you really mm -hmm. hate your job and like you mm -hmm. would love to do what you are supposed to be doing, but it's not possible in the moment. What advice mm -hmm. do you think we can give to these people? For those people, I, I would give come back to your meditation practice and come back to your gratefulness because if you can every morning wake up and say 108 things that you're grateful for, you'll realize that your life is actually really going really well and that maybe the only thing that you're in balance is, is in your work and it's going to take some time for you to find the work that is suited for you. But every job you've ever had has taught you a skill. You know what I mean? It was necessary for you to evolve and you learned a valuable skill that you can take to another job. And so if you can just wake up in the morning and do your own self-care practices that we've talked about, I think almost in every single podcast, yes. because it's so important, wake up, do your meditation, do your yoga, do your gratefulness. Like for me, the way I had to do my meditation, I had to say 108 things of things I wanted to remove from my life. So for example, I want to remove the thought that I think that I'm too fat. I want to remove the thought thinking that I'm like not pretty enough. I want to remove the thought that I think that I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. So I would say 108 things I want to stop thinking about. And maybe I said them two or three times. And then I do 108 things that I'm grateful for in my life. Like I am so grateful for my friendship with Erica. I'm so grateful for this podcast. I'm so grateful for having food in the morning. I'm so grateful for having a bed to sleep in. I'm you know, so grateful for having my health. I'm grateful for being able to speak. And you just do this. And then what you realize at the end of all this is like you have so many things that you're grateful for that this minor thing of like not liking your job is just minute. Like it's minor and it's going to work itself out. Like learn what you work, 
skills you need to learn and then start actively applying for new jobs and putting it out into the universe. And so you can also do 108 things that you want to attract into your life. I want to attract money into my life. I want to attract a soulmate into my life. I want to attract like really great friendships into my life. Mm -hmm. So that's how you start changing your thought process and then you start feeling better about your situation. At least that's what has worked for me. Yeah, I love it. Once um, I had those jobs that I didn't like and I was miserable and complaining and everything until my, you know, until my mind shifted. And what I used to do is just, I pretty much just wrote down everything that I could do, you know, thanks to the job I had. Okay. Mm -hmm. So once I decided that I wanted to switch paths, I started to study, I started to travel and to do, but mm -hmm. I did all that because I had the job. If the mm -hmm. job is giving you money, if the job is helping you pay bills, like, I mean, you're cool. It's like some people yep. don't need to have a job. So focus on the good things that your job has and mm -hmm. then act on whatever you want to do. Because you feel mm -hmm. miserable when you're doing nothing. Because if you are doing something, if you are on your way, if you are going to achieve your goal, if you are doing everything you can, something little, even if it is little every day, you're fine. You just have to be mm -hmm. a little bit patient and just follow Ivana's advice of start looking for jobs and being active, changing, mm -hmm. uh, trying to change the situation. Gratitude is a must do. I, I love, I yes. love that. Just great. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also start networking, start doing like, I was always taught like to do those coffee dates. So like you email a person that you admire, maybe on LinkedIn that, uh, that has a job that you want, mm -hmm. email them and ask them to have coffee with you. And then obviously like wear like work clothes that, you know what I mean? You need to look professional mm -hmm. and then take them out for coffee and have an informational interview with them. And almost always they will ask to see your resume and that they will pass it up to like someone in the company. Mm -hmm. Almost always, like I've had so many coffee dates with so many people. And then please, please, people, this is so important. Remember to write a thank you note to the person that you're having coffee with because they took time out of their life and out of their work to come and spend time with you to help you along your path. And they did that because somebody else did that for them as well. But then you need to be grateful for that. You need to be appreciative of their time mm -hmm. and attention that they're giving you. So it's so important that you're professional and you write them, handwrite and a note and send it to them because that's they're going to be surprised by that because people don't do that anymore like now people just send an email and like oh that's okay but then when they get that handwritten note ah they're going to like think about ah this person actually like cared and they wrote me a handwritten note they're going to care more about you and they're going to want to help you out because they're going to see themselves in you and they're going to want you to progress. So they're going to like make the right connections for you. And, you know, it's not always going to happen at the beginning. Maybe you're, you're, you know, that person put you in touch with somebody else and that person put you in touch with somebody else. And so it's going to be the third person, but that's how you get a job. That's how you move into the area you want to be in is, is mm -hmm. just doing these informational interviews over coffee, but dress the part, like don't go in jeans. You know what I mean? Unless you want to work at a coffee shop or, or like work in an environment that is, that's conducive to that. But if you go in jeans and a t-shirt, you send the wrong message. You know what I mean? And maybe that's just me because I come from a law perspective that like we wear a suit. Like I had people tell me that they don't go in a suit. I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, hello, you have to go in a suit. <laughs> that is like our uniform. Look presentable. I think it's what yeah. it is just look presentable. Look like you are trying to get a job. I was exactly I once had an interview. Someone was wearing something like I don't remember the exact sentence, but it was something like, I don't care. On the t-shirt. Like, I mean, I, I was like, no, I'm not going to hire you. You Like, I know this is fun. <laughs> like, 
we we see a lot of people every day and like if you don't stand out and if you don't look like you really want the job then i mean we're not going to consider i don't hire anymore thank god mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was tough. It, was, it was hard work but but yeah i agree with you just just look good okay maybe not a suit i don't know what type of work you're looking for but look good i like casual mm-hmm. shit for me mm-hmm. you know even if you're wearing jeans dark blue jeans uh, a shirt and you're done you don't need anything mm-hmm. special just Look good, look clean, nice. Yes. We're giving advice on getting a job, Ivana. <laughs> you were very good at that. I didn't know. I didn't know that you were so good at giving like advices for find job. Well, because people have asked me to read their resume. So for a while, like I used to correct people's resumes for mm-hmm. them because I went through that. Like I went to having to have so many coffee dates, uh, so many informational interviews. And then just, you know, that's the best part. Like I have this one friend who no matter what, he will write the most beautiful thing about you and try to connect you with another person. And then that person, like, it's like they feel obligated because they're friends with him to go have like coffee with you. But, you know, our time is so valuable. So you want to make those coffee dates count. You want to make yourself be remembered and memorable. You know what I mean? And that's why it's so important to write those thank you notes. Like I, there's never been like one time that I did not write a thank you note because it's, it does, it takes no time. Like, thank you so much for meeting with me. I really enjoyed getting to know you better. I look forward to keeping in touch with you. Please keep me in mind if a position at your firm opens up. Thank you so much. Done. Put a stamp on it. Mail it. <laughs> with that, with that, a good handshake. And look at comments. Yes, absolutely. You. We talked about that in another podcast. You have to go in there, shake their hand, say, I'm yes. Ivana. Thank you so much for meeting yes. with me. Look people in the eye. Yes, mm-hmm. shake your hand. But seriously, once I do this trick, you know, I, I always get the job. Mm-hmm. Only like, I don't know how many, two times or one and a half times I didn't mm-hmm. get the job. But that's, no, seriously, I look presentable. I am myself. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. shake hands when, I'm, when I arrive and when I leave. Mm-hmm. And the it. other thing, that you need to do is when you start meeting people and you start getting their business cards on the back, write some detail about them, right? So if you're at a networking event, you're having wine, you're meeting someone and they're talking, I always ask personal questions. I want like, you know, how many children do you have? Are your children in college? What are they doing? How, you know, how, how are you handling this being a mom? And then you write details about this person on the back of a card. And before you go to the next networking meeting, you review your card. And you review all the personal stories that people have told you. So then when you see them, you're like, oh, how is your daughter Betty doing? You told me that she was applying for college. How is that going? And all of a sudden, they're like, wow, you remember something personal about my life. So they're going to care about you even more because you took, you know, you remembered something about them. And they're going to care even more about you. And that is so easy to do. That's a trick someone taught me right on the back of the business cards. And before you go in, review that. And that's, like you said, I've almost always gotten the job when I've had the interview because I make it personable. I ask them about, you know, what did it take you to get to this position? Like, you know, what, what is like, you know, I'm afraid of this. Like, when was the last time you traveled? And then you talk about travel or you bond over a country. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get the job. Make it personable. Yeah. Okay, guys, if you are looking for a job, send Ivana an email and hire her. <laughs> Yes, she's good. Seriously, just email her. Her email That's is so true. 
She's good. Chai with us podcast, or you can email me at okoisabels at gmail.com. Use the okoisabels and send her an email because she's going to get you a job. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, yeah. And when you are looking for a job, if you are trying to move jobs or if you are feeling unhappy with your jobs, I just, I just feel that it's important for you to know that you do not necessarily need to work in your purpose. Or you don't need to be like the highest mm -hmm. celebrity ever because mm -hmm. you can live in purpose doing small things, as I said before. And sometimes we kind of misread this whole purpose situation. Yes. Uh, and there is nothing wrong of, uh, about having two jobs, a nine to five, and then leave your mm -hmm. purpose when you have time for it. There is mm -hmm. nothing wrong about having a part time and then during the rest of the time you are living uh, in your purpose and mm -hmm. you can take your purpose to work. Yeah. I discovered this recently. Like it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I am mm -hmm. always going to be in purpose. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm going to be aligned with my values. I'm not going to wear two face. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be me. Um, we talked about masks before uh, and some people like we, you, you are, you know, I, I had a colleague once, she was, she was a terrible colleague, okay? She was <laughs> okay. saying, uh, she was a little bit selfish and she would, you know, complain about everything. And, and one of those, one, one day we were having a conversation and she was, she was telling me about her son and how she was, she was playing with her son inventing stories and like and i'm like god you are so caring you are so loving you are a great person why do you have to be a bitch at work <laughs> did you actually ask her that no i was thinking I, <laughs> I thought it was too much she was opening up you know and i was like uh -huh. I as an opportunity to bond with her and to actually have uh -huh. a better relationship so i didn't want to say like why are you such uh -huh. a bitch um, but, but I mean, why do, you don't need to be like, if you're nice, be nice. I mean, mm -hmm. that's not, I saw it in, in her eyes. That's not who she was. Right. Know? So if you are negative at work, I understand that it's probably because you don't like the job, but do you like your colleagues? Do you like having money at the end of the, the month mm -hmm. in your bill? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot more than, you know, and Maybe you like the customers. Maybe you like the part where you send emails. Maybe like there's so many things you can have that you can like about your work. Don't focus mm -hmm. so much about what you don't like. Focus on Agreed. what you like. Um, mm -hmm. And don't feel obliged. Sometimes people feel like they, they should be all adventurous and they should be all this and that. And the, the, that's, that's just, that FOMO. That's a FOMO. Totally. Yeah. We spoke about mm -hmm. this episode. I don't remember. I think one or two past episodes, uh, fear of missing out. Yeah, fear of missing out. We, we spoke about this and sometimes we're like, mm -hmm. like we're missing something. We said it before, mm -hmm. it's like your path is your path and uh, mm -hmm. you can't go to other person's path and leave their path. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's not possible. So you are at the right uh, place, exactly. Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. if you really want to change, then change it but it's totally mm -hmm. possible to transition. I am transitioned right now. 
And mm -hmm. luckily I am in a job that I actually enjoy and this is cool. But I think that this is part of the work that I've been doing to really appreciate mm -hmm. where I am, you know, and not being mm -hmm. like nagging about, you know, I complain sometimes, you know, I'm a little bit nagging. <laughs> But, but I'm grateful at the same time because mm -hmm. now I have holiday and I have money to do whatever I can, do whatever I want. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I will yes. record videos for a week, you know what I mean? And I, I can be cool and chill. Which means that I'll record videos for a week too because we're recording them together. <laughs> uh, yes, kind of. No, no, no. We are recording what we, um, what we said we were going to record. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to be recording for my YouTube channel, everybody. Yes, it's exciting. Own YouTube channel, so yeah, yeah. you know, with with a full time job, you know, it's possible. Mm -hmm. Not something mm -hmm. that, that it's not possible to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with everything that you've said. Uh, it's really coming back to gratefulness again, over and over again. Just being grateful for like, what does the job give you that you're grateful for? It gives you money and you use that money to live. Like right now I'm not working uh, and I'm grateful for having my parents and having the, like having a house to stay in and not having to pay any bills. So I'm lucky in that sense. And look at how the universe blessed me. I have like a couple of months to work on, on my business, to work on a book, to, to do this podcast with you, to help like start to maybe run a retreat somewhere. So this, the universe has blessed me with this time to really do things that I want to do. Whereas opposed to before, I was maybe like so busy doing something else that I didn't have the time to focus on this. It's true. You see, there are two different lives, living in Perth. Yes. Totally. And sometimes I envy you. Sometimes I'm like, oh, damn, I wish I had all the time in the world to do this. And sometimes you're like, oh, damn, I don't have a job. Like, <laughs> and It's always the glass is green on the other side. Of course. But in the end of the day, we are grateful for the situation we are in. And that's where exactly. we supposed to be mm -hmm. and, and that's it and look for happiness in the moment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the purpose yeah right for me for me right now I feel like I'm standing somewhere and there's like three different paths open it's like which one do I go on mm -hmm. well it doesn't matter which one I choose because it's going to lead you to the same destination so you know maybe you'll choose the rocky path or you'll choose the smooth path or you know, the one that you wear, you, that's the dark path that you don't know where, like it doesn't look like it's going anywhere, but it doesn't matter because it's my path and it's going to take me to where I'm supposed to be and it's the same destination. If you remember that, if you just remember that all paths lead you to the same destination, then, you know, then you won't get so bogged down by choice. I think sometimes we talked about this in another podcast, we can be overwhelmed with the choices that we're given mm -hmm. and then we, we like don't know how to make a decision. Just pick one path and go. Exactly. Start walking. There, it can't go wrong because... As Ivana said, it's the same destination. You're going to get there either way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe you're not getting yeah. where you think you're getting. Exactly. You know? That's a beautiful comment. Maybe you know what I mean? And yes. sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to go there. I want to go there. <laughs> and then I realize it's, that's not there. Yes. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and it's going to happen. And that is totally fine. That's the beauty. Yeah. That's the beauty of things. That's the beauty of everything, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So we want to hear from our audience. Oh, sorry. Did you want to say something else? No, I was going to say, are you, are we ready to wrap it up? And you were ready. Yes. <laughs> That's because we're on the same wavelength. I'll shut up.
<laughs> so we love to hear from our audience. Uh, we want to know, like, what is your purpose? Have you found your purpose? Uh, what type of work are you doing? Are you happy at work? Like, you know, we love to hear about how your day is going. So please email us at chaiwithuspodcast at gmail.com. Like us, share us. We're on YouTube, we're on podcasts, we're on a couple of other apps as well. Uh, so please, like, let us know how you're doing. Yeah. And, and if you found down. any of the information helpful too. Yes. And write down in the comments. Uh, I was going to do this at the beginning, but I forgot. So I'm going to read a comment that we absolutely love right yes. now. So uh, this comment is for episode number 11 on abundance. Go see it. It's one of our favorites, if not our favorite. Um, so Andrea from Portugal, she says, congrats, girls. I just love your podcast. In fact, all the ones I listened about this one. Well, for me, abundance equals joy or happiness I have in my life in all different ways. Staying healthy, having a family, friends, <clears throat> sorry, good relationships, able to pay, to pay the bills, all the little details of joy in our daily basis. Um, it's also what I'm grateful uh, for, what I've accomplished until today. The struggle I had to reach goals and what I still have to do to reach more goals. I am still capable of doing it. And money is like you said, positive or bad energy. It depends if you are capable to manage it in what you want and need. Why not spend more in groceries if items quality is better? And if you can, it's a positive thing. For all that, so many reasons and details of happiness in our life, that is abundance. I just love this. Kisses for you girls and keep going to uh, good work. Thank you, Andrea. And thank, yes, you, thank you for watching. See you next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.